Welcome, guys, to another episode of Oto. This week's episode is not numbered because we're... I'm moving, so just want to get that out of the way. So this might be jumbled from when we're recording it to when we're publishing it. So just keep that in mind if we have some dated information. (laughs) I'm your host, uh, Cassandra, and with me this week is uh, Zio. Hello again. How you doing? Pretty good. Same as usual, I guess. Excited to leave for California soon. When you heading out? Uh, the 15th. It's going to be awesome. Is this for Ayers? Yes, this is for my band Ayers, and just to hang out with some friends, too, because I'll be there for like three weeks. So that'll be like two weeks of hangouts and then a week of shows. <laughs> That's going to be fun. Tonight's episode is about comedy and uh, comedic acts, known in uh, Japan as uh, Owarai. I think I said that right. But that's uh, the term used for uh, usually television comedians. And a good chunk of what we're playing tonight uh, come from that pool of performers. We also have a few Visual K tracks because they like to you know, get a little silly from time to time. First up, uh, our first block actually is a drag queen, a very famous drag queen in Japan, uh, Onan Spellmermaid, who I absolutely adore and have mentioned in previous episodes. Uh, you might recognize him from working with Kaligari, Plastic Tree, uh, Yasu. He has connections with all those underground bands like mm-hmm. that. He's, he's he's collaborating with all of them in some way, like in music videos even. He'll just show up. And a, a really amazing character performer. Yeah. Uh, extremely hilarious. Uh, body movement, facial expression. Yes. He's got it down. And uh, does a lot of uh, art shows uh, in Japan, a lot of drag shows. As I've said previously, you know, drag gr- race can go off somewhere. I'll, I'll, I'll keep on on. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't love them both. Right, right. <laughs> Onan's just a little better. Yes. Got, yes. got a soft spot for Onan. As I mentioned previously, Onan has connections with Kaligari. And Kaligari, as we've mentioned ad nauseum, uh, is uh, <laughs> one of our favorite groups and uh, they had a um, comedic parody band which for Caligari to get even more uh, over the top than they already were was a feat in and of itself it was a parody of uh, visual K acts of the late 90s early 2000s we've talked about a little bit in um, again previous episodes is um, penchant for uh, very gothic, very synth-laden, that that kind of... Um... Lots of high guitar strings mm-hmm. with, like, clean, tweedly solos. And, yes. And very over-dramatic lyrics and, like, over-sympathetic and really sappy lyrics. With yeah. <laughs> cheesy vocal lines. And... It's, it's absolutely fantastic what they've done to completely capture that uh, feeling. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, this uh, doesn't sound like really anything Caligari has done before or since, unless you count... Their first... Like, oh, yeah, their first CD. Yeah. <laughs> the very the first, first The first two tapes kind of had a... Uh, they were very... They were part of that more classic Visual K sound, but um, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't It wasn't like this. It wasn't cheesy they, like they this. They did it was... quickly evolve to uh, find their own kind of unique... Oh, yeah, definitely. And then that is the term for Caligari, if anything, is yeah. unique. And for as ununique as this song is, it's brilliant. <laughs> 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 uh, 
and it, it does sound completely like it could come off of Matina or oh yeah, uh, any of the the uh, Soleil or yeah, like tea, a party. tea Party. Yeah, so any of the, the late 90s VK uh, labels, I could so totally see them churning this out and actually trying to pass it off as legit. If I didn't analyze the lyrics, I would just think it was an actual song by a real band trying to be serious. Exactly, which we did have to do. We did have to go in and, and examine these lyrics. And from what I've put together, it's just a dude staying inside because it's raining a lot. And he starts pigging out on junk food and playing PlayStation 2. It's just how he handles his mood, I guess. Yeah. The uh, rain's uh, probably got him down, and <laughs> he decides to chow down. Yeah, it starts out with this, this great uh, this uh, sadness that the, it's raining, and it won't stop raining, and yeah. you are forlorn. <laughs> yeah, and it's, 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 it's supposed to be like a visual K ballad, so it's all like melodramatic and to the In extreme. all the right ways. Yeah. Okay, so this is uh, Onan Spelmer made uh, Blue Child, and uh, Leroy de Zavine, which is the the code name, the the alternate band from Caligari. That's their name, Leroy de Zavine. Listening to Moonlight Hakuchimu. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs>
That was Onan Spellmermaid's Blue Child, released in 2001. And Leroy DeZavi, Caligari's Alter Ego Band, with uh, Moonlight Hakuchumu. And that was released uh, in the early 2000s as well, I want to say. Uh, they had uh, Shuji Ishii on vocals, so... Yeah, so uh, it would have to be sometime after they after he joined, which I, I assume we is around. We actually try to do our research. I'm not sure why we don't have this written down. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I do have uh, their last FM page pulled up, though. We did cons- think that was amusing, and we're not sure who wrote this and if they're screwing with anybody. <laughs> it, it's, it sounds perfect for if you were to have a band like this. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost 100% sure it's fake. Mm-hmm. But it's still <laughs> hilarious because it fits because it's a parody band. So it kind I'll of go ahead and uh, quote from the page. Uh, <laughs> in July 1997, Caligari decided to do an album with Buck Tick. It took around a year to perfect, and the alter ego, ego group was <laughs> named Leroy de Zavi. Uh, only one single was released before the two bands' separation and eventual death. They're drawing in elements of muk they're drawing in elements of uh the piasu that's what i'm getting at it like they just merged muk's biography with the piasu's biography <laughs> and, and made it for little rug Zavi. muk has uh worked with buck tick in um, some capacity and even had uh, the cover bluck Tlick. they did a little cover band and, alongside a couple other cover bands i think on that same uh event mm-hmm the eventual death part, that just screams to me the PSU uh, because of the tragedy that, that happened with that group. Though to me, it's still, it still kind of just seems like... Um, just right. Because it, so it says, yeah, because it, it says eventual death. Like, obviously, they're going to die. hoping eventually. for it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I was a little ambiguous there. I just want to get this out of the way. Uh, the PSU uh, was a visual K band that started in the early 90s, gained a considerable amount of popularity, and during a music video shoot, uh, three of the members did pass away due to either an accident or suicide. The it ha- I'm unsure. I've heard both tellings of it, so I may want to get some more concrete information on what what. Uh, yeah, most of what I've heard was that it was an accident, based yeah. on the fact that they did a shot where they jumped into a uh, uh, off a bridge and into a river. I guess. They were their outfits were too heavy because they had those gigantic fucking plaid outfits. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently, yeah, a couple of them drowned like that, and that's terrible. perfect conversation for <laughs> the comedy episode. Perfect, by the way, perfect. I, that really? just dawned on me. I'm sorry, I'm a little <laughs> morbid, guys. That's just who I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe it's funny to somebody. Uh, it it can't be. <laughs> No way! Like, like I was sad when I heard. I yeah. like I just brought the mood down. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get into our next block and start talking about these amazingly talented guys, so we can get away from that. Okay, this upcoming segment involves the Oware uh, Combo Combi, which is short for combination uh, or duo uh, tunnels. Is, it consists of two high school friends um, formed in the, I believe it's the early 80s is when they got together, Kanashi Noritaka, Ishibashi Takaki. And they gained quite a bit of popularity throughout the late 80s into the early 90s as, as a comedic duo. 
starting in the uh, mid-2000s, they got together with a, another character known as uh, DJ Ozma. DJ Ozma, <laughs> it, it gets a little convoluted, guys. Stay with me. DJ Ozma is a character portrayed by Sho Ayanokoji, who is the lead singer of the band Kishidan, which is a pretty popular band. Really popular over there. I've met a considerable amount of Western fans who've been into them, particularly uh, anime and tokusatsu crowds. You tend to be more in, into them and bands like uh, Maximum the Hormone, you know, just oh, yeah. the more not visual case centric. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kishidan are on Avex too, I believe. I believe all of these groups are on Avex. They're all Avex? Okay. Yeah. It's, it, it probably has something to do with uh, Show himself. Maybe he's just getting all these on Avex. Possibly. I do know there was a skit with uh, Yajima Beauty Salon, which is the group formed by Tunnels and DJ Ozma collaborating, where they go to Avex and basically disrupt a bunch of meetings. And you see all these little these meeting rooms. They've got glass doors and serious like artists trying to get on record labels. You know, this is my one shot with this executive. Yeah. I can't blow it. And then a bunch of guys in drags come in and start performing. <laughs> it's pretty darn funny. So they ended up getting a lot of popularity because of this stunt and their appearances on TV. And it led into uh, CD singles, uh, tours, uh, all over the Japan, uh, national tours which is a pretty big deal. I know it's a small country, but it's a pretty big deal to be able to go everywhere. And from there into a movie that was released in 2010. And it's hilarious. Guys, go get this movie. Yajima Beauty Salon the movie. A, a Nevada Dream. Look for Miracle Girls, A Nevada Dream, or Yajima Beauty Salon the movie. It has no English subtitles. So if you're listening and you hear me, I don't have a lot of money, but I will pay you to translate this for me. <laughs> and I'm 100% serious. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. That's how badly I want English subtitles for this thing. From what I can gather, you know, it's no problem to get the context of the movie. It's about DJ Ozma and Tunnels discover this band, not a band, but uh, this family in Nevada. This family is portrayed by Tunnels and DJ Ozma. And the mother is uh, portrayed by Noritake, and that's Margaret Camilla Yazima. Takaki from Tunnels portrays the youngest daughter, uh, 12 years old, but doesn't shave his armpits or anything, and has this huge, ridiculous Afro wig, <laughs> and is the tallest of all of them, playing huh. the 12-year-old daughter uh, named Strawberry Camilla Yazima. DJ Ozma plays the stylish 17-year-old daughter, Naomi Camilla. And plays it, the actually girly one. And they do try to play it completely straight with the character of Naomi. There's even a scene where her would-be boyfriend is trying to mack on her. <laughs> Creates oh. for uh, some really nice awkward moments. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Naomi uh, beats up a cop which I'm pretty sure she would have been locked up much longer than she was in Japan's mind. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> so I know I've been talking ad nauseum nonstop for this segment, but uh, these uh, have all been my selection, so I apologize for not giving Zio a chance to speak. No problem. But that will change when we come back. So here we go. DJ Ozma's Machibo, Yajima Beauty Salon's Sakura, and Kishiden's super boyfriend. Hey! 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 
ラクラクラクラそしてクララが立った春を歌わねばならないクラ入学式で眉毛ない子にが生みされたってさクラ百
Machibo, Yajima Beauty Salon's Sakura, and Kishi Dan's Super Boyfriend. Upcoming blog, this is all Yuzio. Okay. <laughs> we got cool. some Visual K tracks, uh, Noir Fleurier and Devil Kitty, some of your favorites. So go yes. ahead. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, well, uh, the first song is Noir Fleurier's, I guess, uh, I guess Fleurier would be the pr- correct pronunciation. Yeah, well, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> we had to we had to look up the katakana for that one too. Even though it's French, we could just look up the French pronunciation, which was like, easier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was easier that way. But yeah, I guess that's right. North the rear. You just but never this... in in the past we you type it, it's fine, yeah. and you you don't even worry about the pronunciation yeah, it's, of these it's things. It's true. We, we've spent so many years online with this stuff that we don't really say it. And it kind of feels weird to say all these names. But it's kind of—it's also hilarious in how yeah. completely anal we are when we're typing yeah. out the name of a band. Yeah. We will get every apostrophe, every weird yeah, symbol, exactly. and Maximum. we won't take the time to learn yeah. how to pronounce it. Maximum tag accuracy and everything. But <laughs> yes, and I've—you know me—I've recently been embedding cover art into oh, everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's taking forever. Alright, um, yeah, this is the song Omocha no Misha. It's the title track from their two-track 1999 single. Uh, it, it came out, I believe, almost right after they changed their name to Nora Fleurier from D-Flower. I'm not entirely sure about that, but it's still a really early uh, single, because after that they had a couple albums. Um, but yeah, this is kind of a goofy song with a really goofy music video by one of the more famous key party visual K-bands, Nora Fleurier. Um, the song isn't quite as funny without the video, but the lyrics is still basically about a girl and her love for her creepy teddy bear toy. And the strange gothic Hispanic flavor of the song really gives it kind of a quirky vibe. Any but girl it's also... with a daddy doll can identify. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, all but the background vocals in the video are sang by Nora Fleurier's bassist, Kengo. Sometimes he does background vocals on their other songs, but this is the only song where he does full-on straight-through vocals. And it's really cheesy, kind of like... Just it sounds High like a little pitch, nasal. Yeah, 
I I remember back in the day wondering if, if he was actually a female or not, but that, later on they kind of dropped That was a question p- some people did have. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out because he has a really girly voice, but mm-hmm. I guess he was just doing an imitation. Yeah, after that, I also have Devil Kitty's Banzai Oshareke, and it's from their debut full-length album, Akumakicha, released in 2002. And for those who aren't familiar with Devil Kitty, they were an aggressive visual K-band that started sometime in late 2002 and broke up in December of 2004. They were formed and fronted by a guy named Yuga, who was previously in the band Chateau Latour Carmaria, which I believe was a Matina band. That's a pretty lengthy career he's had. Oh, yeah, he's he's still going, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the same time as forming Devil Kitty, he was in a side project with Yayoi, manager of the Eternal Branch of Kisaki's Matina label. Yeah, he's awesome. Or he was awesome, I guess. He's, he's <laughs> like a, a married salary man now. But yeah, I picked this song as a comedy choice because, as you can tell from the title, Banzai Oshareke, it's sort of a rant piece on the budding Oshareke scene at the time. Yuga is known by many for the rumors that circulated of his tendency to sabotage other band's sets. I guess because he didn't like them, or he he also did it to a shoddy K bands because they drove him crazy. He hated that onslaught of like light K. Because up until this point, it was uh, you know very dark, and uh, you know there were themes that were explored that you know it, it wasn't cute. It wasn't meant to be right. you know sweet. And that's yeah. what Oshari K was. It was the Anne Cafes, the Charlottes, the... Oh, yeah. Kind of represented, like, Visual K becoming accessible, too, because... Yes. Yeah, it just... Which it, it did, was... shortly oh, thereafter. Yeah. That Basically, was a, the biggest boom in Visual K was during the mid-2000s. Yeah. We can so. all blame Visual K's Well, in the West, anyway, sorry. Yeah. I, I feel like we can blame it all on Oshari K. Because <laughs> it just... <laughs> that's the reason it got big, really. Because it's so... Easy to get into, easy for most people to get into a band of cutesy guys instead of weirdos. Exactly. Yeah, Oshada K bands were one of his favorite targets. Uh, in this song, you'll hear Yuga scream in a violent rage one minute and then mockingly imitate Dio from Baroque the next, and it's hilarious. <laughs> That's who's imitating? I couldn't yes! place it. Whenever he's doing that, oh god, he's like freaking, I couldn't That's place Dio. it. Thank you. He was doing um, <laughs> Dio in the uh, Amakure something cinema song. That's it? It's Thank a you! Song. Yes, he's totally <laughs> imitating him in that whole song. I yes. uh, need to wrap up. This is Noir Floor's Omocha no Misha and Devil Kitty's Banzai Oshari K. <laughs> Boku no Misha, Boku no Misha, Boku no Kawaii, Omocha no Misha, Boku no Misha, Boku no Kawaii, Omocha no Misha, Boku no Misha, Boku no Kawaii, Omocha no Misha, Boku no Misha, Boku
Welcome back. That was Noir Fleuriers, Amocha no Misha, and Devil Kitty's Banzai Oshari K. I'm still f- reeling over that revelation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm going to have to. Yeah. We don't listen to it as we record. I'll let you in on that little secret, but <laughs> I'll have to listen to it just as soon as we stop recording. Yes. I highly recommend listening to it because it's going to be so much funnier now. Because he does a really good impression, too. <laughs> okay, last band tonight uh, coming up is uh, Maximum the Hormone, which a lot of our listeners might recognize as the uh, band who did the Death Note theme. Yes. That's where they gained a lot of their Western fans. This is not that song. <laughs> no. But it's off the same album. Yes. This was your selection, so mm-hmm. I now pass okay. to you. All right. Um, well, the song is Maximum the Hormones. Choo choo, lovely, moony moony, mura mura, pudin pudin, boron, nururu, nururu, dero dero. Okay, that's the title. Um, it's from their sixth, thank you, thank you. It's from their sixth full length, Buiki Kais, Buiki Kais, yeah, released in 2007. They're a band that many people associate with that Death Note title, but also having songs in general that are kind of like new metal verses, but with light, really poppy, like straight-up J-pop choruses. Completely infectious. Yeah, completely infectious. It's like the most catchy part of most of their songs is the chorus. Um, this song's no exception either. So. Uh, yeah, I, 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 ugh, I was listening to it just before uh, I got on to record with you tonight, and my fiancé was just looking at me <laughs> like I was insane because I was air drumming. I was like all into it, yeah. man, all out. <laughs> So good. <laughs> Can't get it out of your head. I'm, I'm thinking right. of it now. This song is on the light and fluffy side in terms of mood, and it's kind of a stark contrast to the lyrical content. So um, that's where we, we thought it fit, fit in, in, oh, in yeah. our theme tonight. Definitely. The, the, the contrast. Because the title itself is just a flurry of onomatopoeia for sex acts. Like two being kiss, Mooney Mooney being fondling, Muda Muda being just arousal pudding pudding being jiggling <laughs> yeah boron is, a, is an erection sound <laughs> yeah brong and so on um i can't quite tell if the song is about some really intense bdsm or if it's actually about rape i'm mm. I, not i'm not sure interesting line yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just know i just know in the song a suitcase full of rope and knives is involved and the way that the whole song is so poppy and upbeat the but the lyrics, putting. yeah, putting, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's that's that's what makes it funny to me. Basically, <laughs> listening to this song, realizing it's so dark lyrically, but it's it just makes me want to dance. Yep. <laughs> so that's All right, guys. The last song. Ah, uh, time's flown by tonight. I'm Fine. surprised. And I uh, want to thank you for listening. As usual, you can find us at uh, oto-show.com. Uh, email us at um, otoshow at g uh, theotoshow at gmail dot com. Sorry, uh, we're on Facebook at slash uh, otoshow, and you can email me directly at uh, mamacass at oto-show dot com. Zio, where can we get a hold of you? Um, I'm on Last.fm as Poolish. I'm also on J Rock NYC. I comment and post as Zio or Pear Dog Zio. I also have a blog called Pear Dog, but that's unrelated. You can also find me, or email me, rather, on uh, my Oto Show email. It's just zio at oto-show.com. All right, guys, this is Maximum the Hormones, Choo Choo Lovely, and I'm using the short version.